Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. <clears throat> we hope that you guys are making it a good one. We know that we are as well. We have some breaking news coming out of the gate. God, does it feel good to do a podcast at 7 o'clock on a, at night. Last night, Pat Casey was Kendall Rogers, all but determined to be the next head coach uh, head coach of LSU baseball. And tonight, we are here to report breaking news. Pat Casey will not be the next head coach of the LSU baseball Tigers as it looks very unlikely that Pat Casey will be the next head man. Um, also, Wilson Alexander has a, a write-up on it if you want to go check it after the show. After the show. We did it, y'all. We did it. I'm going to talk about. Um, I am going to talk about Pat Casey and some. Let's add a little some thoughts there. A lot of people thought that he would still be the guy. Let me say this off the top. This story, in my opinion, and the way that I feel right now, is going to get broken locally. It's not going to get broken from a national source. That's not a shot at Kendall Rogers. That's not a shot at Ross Dellinger. That's not a shot at who, whoever. It's not going to get, in my opinion, I'm not saying that's factual, but it's not going to be broken by someone outside of the state of Louisiana. But we do have a good show in store for you tonight. Everyone do us a favor by hitting that like and share. Share it to some Facebook groups. Share the YouTube stream to your Twitter, to your Facebook. Tell your mama and them to come on down because we got some breaking news about some LSU baseball. Uh, the college football playoff expansion. What are my thoughts? We're going to talk about that. Um, will it change recruiting? I'll go a little into that. I don't think that it will necessarily. Uh, and LSU's um, LSU recruiting is heating up. So, Pat Casey, so let me do this in order again. 
Pat Casey no longer the head coach. The head, the the search is still underway. College playoff expansion is about to be passed. We'll talk about that. Hashtag Ask Blake as we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays pretty much damn near every day. But I don't know why I say that because we do it damn near every day. Uh, and LSU recruiting heating up. But before we get started, guys, we got to pay some bills around this thing. We'll get to your comments. But we got we to gotta pay the bills. We got to keep the lights on. We got to get the camera a rolling. We got to keep the camera a rolling, y'all. None better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons. GM Varno and Sons has safely been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino at AYS, sent you on by 2500 Florida Boulevard, Denham Springs, Louisiana, and our good friends over at betonline.ag. Guys, the month of June, everything's heating up. The weather's heating up. Sports gambling's heating up. It's looking like the state is going to be having some sports gambling here in the state of Louisiana. And BetOnline is the place that you need to be. From basketball, hockey, football, baseball, marquee matchups, including the prop bets, parlays, and the futures, BetOnline is the place to be. BetOnline has the latest odds, news, odds, and updates. It's your online sports betting place. Visit them at BetOnline.ag for that 50% welcome bonus. It's BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag. All right. Let's get this started. Y'all better share this sucker. Y'all better share this sucker because we got some breaking news. Let me start off with this one. Let me start off with this one. Um, I was told, and I posted this on Twitter. I was told around 10, 30, 11 o'clock this morning um, that there were some serious concerns from from people inside of LSU that were concerned about the Pat Casey hire due to the simple fact, due to the simple fact of everything that's going on inside of LSU. The sexual assault allegations, Les Miles paying a woman to shut uh, to keep quiet, um, Darius Geis, Gloria Scott, the list goes on and on. Will Wade even was brought in to, from one person who, God bless us, Will Wade was brought into this. They were very skeptical and, and highly skeptical that Pat Casey would be the next head coach. Now, it's very hard for me to believe. And look, I've been peppered all day long, peppered all day long about Pat Casey and uh, and the sexual assault that he allegedly covered up. Now, he didn't technically cover up a sexual assault, but a guy that was a sex offender. A lot of people have been peppering me on, well, Blake, he didn't know. There's no proof that he knew. So you mean to tell me that a kid, this is my opinion, my from everything that I read, and I, and I got a local radio guy running out there again today blasting me on open radio. Get out of here, bro. You won't say my name, I'll say yours. Moscona, just have me on, dude. If you want to debate, have me on. Don't try to don't don't say my name on open radio. Don't say my or, or say my name on open radio. Don't be shy. Don't be shy, my guy. Don't do it. Say my freaking name. You want to call me out? Have the gojones to call me out. 
Um, but I am not smarter than 99% of all of you that's in here, like Matt Moscona said on his show today. Um, it's very hard for me to believe on everything that I read and everything that I've heard that Pat Casey did not know. Extremely hard. You mean to tell me that a kid, whether right, wrong, or indifferent, whether the kid did anything or not, Kurt Heimlich, the kid, the, the former baseball pitcher at Oregon State, regardless, regardless if what he did in the past, and I hate to even say it like that, hate to say it like that, but regardless, a kid that was going to, to therapy sessions, a kid that was having to go to court multiple times in his tenure at Oregon State, you mean to tell me that he missed baseball practices because he would have had to. He would have had to. A guy that was going to open therapy sessions and his coaches or assistant coaches didn't know? Look, I was born at night. I wasn't born last night. I wasn't born last night. So we'll see. Let me put this in here. Pat Casey to not be next H.C. of LSU. Okay. I really need a producer, y'all. <laughs> Guys, I really need a producer. Nookie says, hashtag say his name. Yes, yeah, say my name, you Rudy Pooh. He's probably a good dude. Probably not. Uh, Jeremy Marshall says, hashtag ask Blake. Rumor has it that a f- that that has it, a few already turned the job down. That's not true. That's not true. Kevin O'Sullivan can't turn a job down, and he knows that LSU's not going to go out there and refute this. No one from LSU, some people, aren't going to refute this because they're not going to do it. They don't, they're just not. Kevin O'Sullivan was never asked if he wanted to be the next head coach of LSU. Never. I don't care what Kendall Rogers says. I don't care what anybody says. He was never asked to take that job. Never. Some have started to speculate that Pat Casey never had an offer. I don't know that to be 100% fact. Some people say he did. Some people say he didn't. I don't know that to be fact. What I do know is he's not going to be your next head baseball coach. Kevin O'Sullivan didn't turn LSU down. Why did why did his name come up in the first place? Because he wanted out. He wants out of Gainesville. $65 million stadium, and all of a sudden he wants out? Bullshit. I don't believe it. I do not believe it. Brian says, Corbin, Corbin, if he is the man that you want to go after, go get him. Pay the man upwards of $2.5 million. Pay him. Logan says, thank you, sweet baby Jesus. Yeah, it's a good day. I figured the fans, I figured LSU fans um, would be excited. Uh, John Ditch says, my dude, what's happening, John? Brandon Reese says, just go get the East Carolina coach. So here's another breaking thing that we have, or it's not really breaking because Matt Trent of WBRZ uh, broke this story earlier today. Um, there were some people today, too, Around in the local Baton Rouge media that said Clint Godwin had Title IX allegations against him. Matt Trent from WBRZ is reporting that those allegations are false, that someone came to the administration at ECU and, and filed a formal complaint 
Uh, then she would go back and retract that statement and said that it never happened and would say that it never happened. So Matt Trent is reporting, a guy that covered Clint Godwin at ECU that allegedly had Title IX complaints. It's not true. I like Clint Godwin. I think he's a good coach. I think he's a very good coach. Uh, Jeremy Marshall said, oh, we already got to that one. Aaron uh, Felder says, how in the world are they going to go from four teams to 12 teams? Big mistake, six would be perfect. We'll get to that in just a second. Trust me, we are going to get to that. I promise you we'll get to that. Brandon on Periscope Twitter says, hashtag ask Blake, why is Mike Bianco's name not on the top of our list? Played under Skip. Um, I wouldn't say he's not on the top of their list. I, I, I would not say I would not say that Mike Bianco is not on Scott Woodward's short list. I'm not going to say he's on top of it. I'm not going to say that. There's a guy that I believe that's on the top of that list. <laughs> You're going to have to go do some things to get him out of there. Some, some unprecedented – if you want Tim Corbin at Vanderbilt – you're going to have to do unprecedented things to get him out of there. You're going to have to do it. But as now some reports are going, uh, Pat Casey will be out um, and is unlikely to take the job. Uh, Some have speculated that he had a 24-hour limit, um, so we'll see. Justin says, Moscona said he's going to whip your Rudy D. Pooh ass. Well, come on, brother. I ain't going to back down from nobody. Jeffrey McKelvin says, I'll be your producer. Okay. Kurt Paul also says, I'll produce it from the show from Omaha. Okay. We got some takers on who could be the next producer of AYS. Kenny says, call the cat for producer. I like call the cat. We can get call the cat. Uh, we'll see. I Look, I'm very excited <laughs> after my epic rant last night um, about Pat Casey not being the next head coach at LSU, I, I, I'm pretty excited. Again, I don't believe the story that Pat Casey did not know about Kurt Heimlich. It, it, <laughs> how do you not know? A guy that's going to therapy and court sessions, how do you not know in a three-year stint? How? The, it, this has absolutely nothing to do with the kid. Absolutely nothing. It doesn't, you know, Kurt Heimlich is not going to be the next head coach of LSU baseball. Pat Casey was. Pat Casey was. <laughs> he ain't no more, daddy. And, and, and look, this could have been a stint. I don't also believe, there's also some people who have at LSU who have said that Pat Casey never flew down to Baton Rouge, Pat Casey never met with Scott Woodward in Baton Rouge, and that he was never, some people, that he was never offered. Guys, I'm telling you, all this is proven to me is it's going to be, um, (laughs) you're going to find out who to trust very quickly around this bitch. Trust your boy from the Frank town. That's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> uh, Kenny Russell says, what's up, Kenny? Corbin would do wonders for the program, especially improving our pitching staff. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Blake says, feels like it's Dan McDonald time. I hope it's that at least. 
I like Dan McDonald. The reason there's more smoke to me and the people I talk to about Dan McDonald than there ever was about Pat Casey. Ever. <laughs> ever. My man, my uh, former high school, uh, I almost said teammate, but classmate, Tim Graves says, I'm late, but I'm building. I like it. I like it. Kurt Paul says Bianco is the safest play. Look, I talked to a um, I talked to a couple of – I've already said this, and I said it on Twitter. I talked to some people inside that building who like Mike Bianco. He's an LSU guy. He's been 20, 20-something years at Ole Miss, and they all feel like it's hard for you to win at Ole Miss. If, if you don't get a guy like Tim Corbin – uh, uh, Clint Godwin, Mike Bianco's there. Mike Bianco is there. Um, so we'll see. Stephen Frey says the man has God and win in his damn name. It's a sign. Go get him. Talking about Godwin. I like it. I like it. Can Godwin bring LSU back to the promised land? And let me say this too. Um, Mike Scarborough brought this up last night on his show on TigerBait.com, and I, and I definitely agree with him. We don't know 100% if LSU's not going to win this series this weekend. It's also hard for me to believe that LSU's going to make an announcement while they're still playing. It's, it, that's also hard for me to believe. There might be rumors. There might be people that suspect things. It's hard for me to believe. Some people need to calm down. Some people need to calm down. Let things go. Now, I'm not saying it won't happen because I could get a call right now and say, hey, Blake, Tim Corbin's taking the job. But Tim Corbin's not going to take the job until they lose. So if you want Clint Godwin, you better hope Vandy wins this weekend because then he'll be out. If you want uh, Tim Corbin, then you want ECU to win and get to Omaha because then Tim Corbin will be out. So there's a lot of things that we're going to be watching this weekend. Who's going to win that series? It could be as simple as, and I don't know this yet, it could be as simple as whoever wins that series could be your next head coach or lose that series could be your next head coach. I know a lot of people don't want Tony Vitello. Tony Valls looks like he's out, baby. The Lamborghini driving, the kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing, son of a gun, Tony Vitello, who's kind of talked some shit this week about LSU, which makes me not like him really a little. When you recruit a guy and you have a pitcher by the name of Chad Dallas, who's also a jerk, we'll see. Kenny says that his nephew attended. This is some tiger dropping stuff right here for you, Kenny. You know I love you, but this is some tiger dropping type of stuff right here. My nephew attends ECU, Not says it's not true. Okay. <laughs> Frank Town got my back, baby. 985 in this hoe. <laughs> Parker Street in this hoe. <laughs> uh, Landon Benoit says, I believe our new coach is still coaching in the Supers. He is. He is. More than likely. Unless it's Dan McDonald. Unless it's Dan McDonald. I don't think that you're going to have a uh, – uh, uh, guys, I just don't think that you're going to have a um, an announcement until LSU loses. If, you wanted, if you're so desperate for an announcement, 
If you're so desperate for an announcement, then you hope LSU loses this weekend. Like, that's what you pray for. I'm going to tell you this. I do think I do think that um, – I said this net last night, and I said this Tuesday. I'm going to say it again. I, I don't know how much more clear I can be, and I hope that you guys read between the lines. Scott Woodward is a big game hunter. He goes and gets big names. The last three coaches that this man hired – Four, really. Uh, was Chris Peterson from Boise State to Washington. Everybody tried to get P- Chris Peterson and couldn't. Uh, Jimbo Fisher, uh, Buzz Williams, Kim Mulkey. That's who that man's hired. Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame, not Buzz, Hall of Famer. So of the last four, three of those individuals are more than likely going to go into the Hall of Fame. Whether you like Jimbo or not, he is a really good coach and he wins. He's going to wind up going in the Hall of Fame, especially if he can win a national title at Texas A&M somehow, some way. If he could do that, it's going to happen. A couple more. We're going to get to this college football playoff because I don't agree with it. Uh, uh, Val Browning says, agree, no announcement until LSU season's over. I don't see it. And what's the rush? Again, what is the rush? Everybody's so quick to rush this out there. It's better to be right than 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 first. Nookie says he still played him in 2018 when everyone knew. That's another point. That's another point. And he did play him when he knew. He Pat Casey did play Kurt Heimlich uh, in 2018 when he knew that it was going on. By the way, he was still a registered sex offender. Then suspended him. I, I, I brought this out there today. I'm going to throw this out there with, to you now. Do you really think Urban – well, we know that this is true. Urban Meyer retired from college football at Ohio State. After all the allegations that Urban Meyer went through, he retired for a couple of seasons because one of his ex-coaches or one of his coaches was in a domestic dispute for multiple years with his wife when they were at Florida and when they went to Ohio State. Multiple times did Ryan Smith have domestic abuse allegations against him about hitting his wife, and Urban Meyer knew about it. We're, I'm not okay with him. this guy coaching, but everybody seems to be okay with it. I've said that. I'm, there's a reason I had to talk about Urban Meyer. He covered it up. His wife covered it up. We're okay with it. <laughs> We're okay with it. It is what it is. Chris Williams says, Andy Canazero, guys, listen. Andy Canazero is, please understand this. Andy Canazero is not going to be the next coach or a coach at LSU for a little while. You can't what do you got what do people what do we not understand that LSU is in a P, PR nightmare? You can't hire Andy Canazero. You can't. A guy that was having an affair I'm gonna leave that one alone. I'm gonna leave that one alone. I'm gonna leave that one alone. 
Uh, Kurt says, problem with Godwin is that. What has he done to ECU? What has anybody done to ECU besides him? They're in the Super Regionals at ECU. Skip Bartman did nothing. I mean, I shouldn't say it like that. But Skip wasn't the head coach of Miami. LSU took a risk. We'll see. Let's get to this college football playoff right quick. If you guys have not seen it, the college we do have – this is a breaking news day. Breaking news all across the place. If you haven't seen the news, uh, college football is going to be expanding to a 12-team playoff. So let me tell you my thoughts on this. My thoughts on this and, and expanding this college football playoff is I'm not necessarily for it. I'm especially not for a 12-team system because I do feel like you devalue the regular season. Now, you can say, well, Blake, it makes it more intriguing at the end of the year. LSU could be the number 13 team. They could beat Texas A&M. They can get in. I get all that. But we have seen in college football, and college football is this. It's very chalky, very chalky. The teams that are normally in the top four, the FCS does this every year. The top four teams get in. Always. The top four teams historically win. You're going to have an upset. You're going to have a number six team, a number six SEC team, beat a number four Pac-12 champion. And that's a whole nother thing. So if you haven't seen it, let me break it down. There's going to be six teams that are automatic qualifiers. Six, uh, uh, five of uh, the Power Five uh, conference champions are going to be in. So the SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, ACC, and Pac-12 all get a champion in. So and then the highest ranked non-group of five or group of five team is going to get a team in, and then the next six uh, top ranked teams are going to get in the playoff. I don't know how this is going to go other than this. There is no reason in hell that right now a Pac-12 champion should be in a college football playoff. Oregon has won multiple, multiple Pac-12 championships. They just won another one in baseball, and look what LSU just went out there and did to them. So as a sport in whole, they have struggled. All sports, they have struggled. So now we're okay with expanding the college football playoff when it's been chalky. We've been doing this for over 150 years. And it's always been the same. The teams that recruit the best win the most. LSU, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State. Those teams always win. Why? Because they're historically in the top five in recruiting. It's not going to change expanding the playoff. No team in 2019. Cincinnati was not beating LSU in 2019. Just like nobody was going to beat anybody, anybody was going to beat Clemson in 2018. Just like nobody was going to beat Alabama in 2020. Let's call it what it is. Well, Blake, are you okay with going to Fiesta Bowl? I'm okay with watching the regular season and every game mattering. Mattering. Matters. Mattering's not a word. So what Alabama loses to LSU? So what LSU loses to Alabama? They can still get in the playoffs if they don't lose. It doesn't matter. But you know what? That November game is going to be really stellar. I don't like it. 
It's always going to be chalky. And the team, the team, like an LSU in 2019, that is superior to everybody else, those teams are still always going to win. That's how college football has always been. Team, the group of five teams getting in as an automatic qualifier <laughs> is the biggest joke, the biggest joke of all time. The biggest joke of all time. Absolutely the biggest joke. UCF does not beat Auburn if Auburn does not have players that uh, that get out of there, that, that opt out and leave and get ready for the NFL draft. Cincinnati got beat this past year by Georgia, and they had a lot of people that did not play that game. A lot of people that didn't play that game. LSU, you'll remember this one. Do you remember when LSU played UCF? Do you remember that in the Fiesta Bowl? And then all those kids opt out getting ready for the draft. They moved a wide receiver and Manny Netherly over to corner. Do you remember that? And Manny Netherly was getting beat? Because I surely do. And LSU still beat him. Not even beat him. Beat him down. You mean to tell me that that team is going to get in the playoff? That team's going to beat Clemson? That team's going to beat LSU? No. They're not going to. This has been, and this will always be, a money grab from the NCAA. It will be a money grab from athletic directors. Let me tell you what athletic directors do, are doing, and I'm going to get to the rest of your comments here. Let me tell you what athletic directors are doing. They see teams like LSU that win a college football playoff national championship, and they make $66 million. They want to get into the playoffs. They want more money. So they've bitched, and they've whined, and they've complained, and they've wrote letters to senators. They've called presidents of, of universities. They said, oh, my God, I want to get in the playoff. <laughs> They're not going to win. UCF is never going to win a national championship. It's not going to happen. Blake, what about bedtime boys in state beat Oklahoma? They're not going to win a playoff. There's a reason they're playing Oklahoma, and Oklahoma's not in the national championship. When a team like LSU in 19 is skull-drugging teams, like not just beating teams, and not just skull-drugging smaller opponents, skull-drugging teams like Georgia, teams like Bama, teams like Clemson, <laughs> what did you think's gonna happen? And, and and here's the thing. Well, Blake, it's gonna affect recruiting. The team, the teams are, are, are these kids are gonna go elsewhere. No, they're not. Alabama, LSU, Clemson, all these universities have the best resources. The kids are still gonna go to these prestigious programs. They're gonna go to your Ohio States. They're gonna go to your USC's. They're just they're gonna go to your Texas's because of everything that LSU can provide. That's not going to change. Name, image, and likeness is not going to change a kid going from LSU to Southeastern. It's not going to happen. I'm okay with name, image, and likeness. Expanding the playoff for what? I have still yet to hear somebody come up with an argument to me that expansion is good for the game. Well, Blake, it's good in the NFL. The NFL has 32 teams, and they also don't recruit. They're, they don't have to recruit 25 guys a year. There's not a constant revolving door every three years in the NFL. I mean, for some people, for some teams, sure. 
but not historically. This, in turn, and this is my last point. I'm going to get to the comments. This makes the rich guy not have to pay his taxes and get even richer. That's what it does. All right, let's get to some comments. Um, Nookie says, Coach Palmineri and the team deserve for them to wait until they finally finish playing. I agree with that. Brandon Ray says, why replace a head coach who is over 60 in Palmineri with a head coach who is almost 60 in Tim Corbin? I don't Because Tim Corbin's a winner. Tim Corbin's won national titles. Um, some people dispute his the things and the privileges that he has at, at, at Vandy. There's privileges here at LSU and in Louisiana. Adam Contreras says, I believe he's coaching in Nashville this weekend. Very much well be. Let's see. Scott Irwin said, this explains the details much better. Okay. Who is that from? That might be from Wilson Alexander. Maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, Logan says, six team, one and two, get a buy, call it a day. If you're going to do it, you might as well do it there. You might as well do it there. Why 12? What does 12 even mean? 12 means nothing. means nothing. These teams are going to get beat down, man. They're going to get beat down. Uh, Rami says, I hate people sometimes. I do too, especially when they call me out on radio, but they won't. They refuse to use my name. Say my name. Say my name. Guys, if I call somebody out, I'll call them out. I'm not chicken shit enough to not use their name. Uh, Jason says on Facebook, so with four teams, LSU is usually pretty uh, pretty season ranked 13. Now they are letting 12. LSU will be preseason ranked out of the top 25. Got to keep LSU uh, out of the mix early as usual. 12 teams are going to get in in 2023. There's no stopping it. There's no stopping it. So, if you guys are okay with it, I don't know. Uh, Stefan says, hashtag ask Blake, why jump from 4 to 12? If you're going to expand, go from 6 to uh, six or 8, 12, way too many. I agree with that. Now, it's not completely done, but it's almost done. It's all um, it's almost over with. Because, again, you have athletic directors. There are more athletic directors across the country that are not historically in that top four, meaning Alabama, Clemson, LSU, Ohio State, Georgia, uh, Oklahoma, Texas. So let's just call them seven or eight ADs. Okay, they're not bitching to the NCAA. They're not bitching to the college football playoff committee. They're not bitching to all these other people about making the playoff because the truth is they make it. So then that gives you 123 other programs that are constantly bitching that, well, we have a chance. We deserve. You don't deserve shit. You have done nothing. You've done nothing. You don't deserve a Rudy Pooh thing. This is not participation. If we want to go to a, a, a system where everybody gets a participation trophy, then what does it mean? I don't agree with it, guys. I'm sorry. I'm in the minority. I get it. I don't agree with it. I played in a system in the FCS that had 32 teams in that son of a gun, and guess what? It never mattered. You might have a team that was six that would get in there. You might have a team that was eight 
Maybe sometimes they would get in there, but historically the top four teams always made it because they recruited better. They had better facilities. They had better fan bases. They had more engagement. North Dakota State has more engagement than Southeastern. God bless it. I love them. But Southeastern's not winning a national championship anytime soon. And they argued to me and they bitched to me. Blake, you know, I had a local radio guy here locally who wanted me to come start doing some stuff with him, and I kind of turned him down a little bit. I love the man. Not calling him out. Love the dude. But he tells me he tells me I can't talk about LSU. The Rudy Pooh, I can't. You're not going to tell me what I can and can't talk about, especially when we have 175 people watching us live, and you can't get two people to watch your radio or listen to your radio show. Jonathan Satoon says, "What would Burrow's stats have been in 19 if you gave him two more extra games?" Well, technically, he wouldn't have had two more extra games because he would have had a bye. But let's just say he would have been a fifth team. It would. Jonathan, he would have had he would have had 75 touchdowns. <laughs> Joe Burrow in a season would have had 70. That's another thing that I don't think people fathom. I don't think people guys. Joe Burrow had 65 touchdowns in a season. 65 touchdowns in a season. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Phillip says, exactly, and now they are guaranteed to be in the playoffs because those elite programs are always in the top 12. You're going to get mul- – here's a good thing about the S- for the SEC. The SEC is going to get multiple teams in it. You're going to have – of the, of the last six teams that get in, you're going to have teams like Georgia. You're going to have teams like LSU. You're going to have teams like Auburn. They're always going to be in the mix. The one the one team that they screwed the most is Notre Dame because they're forcing Notre Dame to go into a conference. That's why they did what they did. If you didn't see it, uh, in, teams in the independent, like Navy, Army, BYU, and Notre Dame, can never get a first-round bye. So... If that's the case, they're forcing those programs to go to a conference, which is really shitty by these individuals. We're mixing playoffs and football. Guys, we're mixing play, uh, politics and football here. Why are we doing that? Why are we doing that? I, I'm a good American. I vote when I need to. I read up on my policies, and I want you to get the frick out of my way on a Saturday afternoon in Death Valley. Shut the hell up. You don't run my life. Get the hell out of my way. I don't give two Rudy Poos. Get the H-E double hockey sticks out of my face for a moment because you don't run this, and they try to people are trying, and I say politics, not really like politicians, but politics in general, they're trying to take it over. you got 130 people making the decision for, for all of us that love college football. Everyone's bitched at me, too, about not having a guy like a Roger Goodell that leads the NFL. I think you need him. Mark Emmert's weak. He's weak. He just cowards down to everything. He should throw his right around. Marvin Mackey says, yeah, I agree. Six teams, one seed, get a bye. Jamie says, hashtag ask Blake, do you think that Pat Casey thing was just a smokescreen? I think LSU will, can get Vitello. I think that they can't get Vitello if they wanted him. LSU has more to offer from a program perspective than the Vols. 
a lot of people feel like Tony Vitello's a jackass for whatever reason. Hey, you know who else is not? You know who else is a jackass? Nick Saban. Nick Saban is a big old a hole. He's a d bag. He's the scum of the earth. He wins, and he cares for his players. So he treats the media like shit, and they rag him for it. But he loves his players. He loves his program. And that's all you need to care about. And you know what the truth is? That's why they win. That's another reason why Ed wins. Forget 2020. It's a reason that Ed wins. I'm going to read this from Wilson Alexander very quickly from The Advocate. Um, he says, uh, Pat Casey, 62, won three national titles. LSU's serious considerations of Casey as a candidate for the job raised concerns among many. Please go see a tweet that I put out 12 hours ago. Now the advocates reporting exactly what we reported. LSU's serious considerations of Casey as a candidate for the job raised concerns among many, especially those who advocate for the survivors of sexual assault. They're not lying there. They are not lying. Say what you want about the advocate. That quote right there is not lying. Why you don't have any sources? <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's been a long week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Chris Baker says, we all know the expansion is about money, nothing else money. I agree, Chris. I agree. My sister tells me to settle down. But all 191 of you come in here because you don't like when I settle down. I'm going to listen to my sister. I'm going to settle down. Yes, ma'am. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Jason says 12 team playoff equals six teams from the SEC getting in annually. I see. I, I don't agree with that because what would have, what would have to happen there, Jason, is that you would have an SEC champ and the bottom five of those teams, meaning the last six would have to be in that top six. That's not going to happen. They'll have teams like Penn state, Wisconsin, uh, Texas, Oklahoma, Iowa State, those, there will be some teams in there that will have to get in. They will not let six teams from the – they will not let half of the playoff be the SEC. Now, could there be four? Maybe. Could there be five? That's pushing it. I could easily see four SEC teams getting in. I can also easily see four SEC teams being the, the bottom – the top four, I mean. I could see an LSU if if it's you know done correctly. I could see an LSU. I could see an Alabama. I could see a Georgia. I could see an Auburn, Florida. I could see those teams being in the bottom four or the top four. Meaning when all these games are played, it's nothing but SEC. They want and another thing, they want the entire nation to watch college football. USC is not going to beat a team like LSU right now. They don't have the bodies, they don't have the recruits, and they sure as hell don't have the coaching. Facts are facts. Guys, please go see my tweet from earlier today. I mean, basically, what the advocate is reporting is what we said at 1130, or what I said at 1130. All right, a couple more. We got to get out of here. We'll see you all Saturday for the pregame show. Um, Nookie says, is it totally different when you're an a-hole? <laughs> Evidence will wait. Maybe, 
But you know what Will Wade isn't, though? Will Wade isn't an a-hole to the media. Will Wade isn't an a-hole to his team or to P- or fans. There's a good time to be an a-hole. <laughs> Kurt says the golden goobers. That is the only advocate. Jeez. Kurt says USC's entire athletic program is irrelevant pretty much outside of basketball. Brandon says Notre Dame needs to put their big boy pants on and go join the Big Ten already instead of this part-time love affair with the ACC. I actually like them in the ACC because it makes Clemson have to battle. Guys, the one top-tier program, Notre Dame, you can call Notre Dame what they are, but Notre Dame beat, Notre Dame beat Clemson in the regular season. It would make Notre Dame, it would make Clemson, I mean, have to battle more. I don't want to – they're not going to go to the Big Ten. They're not going to go to the Big Ten. And that's another thing that sucks for uh, for Notre Dame. They have a huge rivalry with USC. They have a huge rivalry with Miami. And probably why they would want to go to the ACC is because they have that huge rivalry with Miami. I like it. I like it a lot. All right, a couple more. Uh, Craig Dugat says, Will Wade is a ball and turned LSU, basketball, LSU into a basketball school. LSU is not a basketball school. LSU will never be a basketball school. Not now. Not when football not when football is daddy. <laughs> LSU is not a basketball school. Let's not kid ourselves. Uh Jamie Hodges says, listen to Mike Scarborough today and had some interesting candidates, including Mick, Michigan's head coach. Yeah, his name's out there. McDonald's name's out there. Bianco, Corbin. There's a lot of names out there. A lot of names out there. A lot of names out there. A couple more. We're getting out of here. Um, Cody asks, Brennan or Max Johnson this year? I'm going Max Johnson all the way. Three letters RPO. I don't think Max – I would not start Miles Brennan. There's no way in hell. No way in hell. Not a snowball's chance in hell. Joe says, three SEC teams for sure could absolutely see UGA, Bama, LSU, or even Florida – I agree with that. I, I fully agree with that. It, there are going to be more teams. But here's the thing. Do you think that 2018 LSU should get in the playoff? You're going to say yes because it's LSU. So we're going to say the yes because we're a little biased. LSU lost to Florida. LSU lost to, uh, to Texas A&M, regardless, even though that game was Rudy Poo, and then lost to Alabama 29 nothing. Alabama got skull drugged by Clemson. LSU would have had to play Clemson that year. LSU would have lost that game. I love us. I love everybody in here. I love LSU with my whole heart. They would have gotten beat just the same way that LSU would have done teams in 2019. Same outcome would have happened. LSU would have skull drug everybody in 19. They would have skull drug them. I would, who was? Let's let me look this up right quick. Hold on, guys. Let me look this up. Um, Google LSU or or what would it be? Um, final AP poll maybe twenty nineteen. Let's just do that. Let's just do that. Um, okay. So the first game LSU would have played would have been Alabama or Penn State. The Alabama team that that lost to Auburn the week before. Uh, Penn State, they would have killed. Uh, By the way, they played Oklahoma. So, LSU would have had to play Oklahoma 
more than likely in the college football playoff, who's number seven. They beat. Here's the crazy thing. In 2019, LSU beat Clemson, Georgia, Florida, Oklahoma, Alabama, um, let's see, Auburn, and Texas. That's They beat a lot of these teams that are in the top ten. <laughs> Expanding it will mean nothing. Last one, we're getting out of here. Uh, my sister says, you're making me sad with these Miles Brennan comments. I'm sorry. I know a lot of people like Miles Brennan, but just because he's been here and just because we like him does not mean he should start. Let's go back to look at Florida. Let's go back and look at Ole Miss. And you tell me, Miles Brennan's 1-2, and two, Max Johnson's 2-0, and oh, and I can easily make the argument that Max Johnson played tougher teams with less talent around him than Miles Brennan, who lost to Mississippi State, will break the defense. That defense didn't get so much better when those teams played, when Ole Miss is scoring. The LSU's defense last two games gave up 80-plus points, and we're saying that defense got better for Max. Get, yes, they had the interceptions and turnovers. They gave up 80-plus points. That's just the truth. That's just the truth. So, we'll see. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. We will see you. I'm debating whether we're going to do a Saturday morning show or a Saturday pregame or postgame show. Regardless, we will see you Saturday for the fifth episode of the week. We will see you guys soon. I love all of you. Pat Casey ain't coming. I love it. Peace out, guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.